Hi, welcome to the auditorium, India's youth theatre podcast, brought to you by Tesco, a vibrant global community of emerging artists under the age of 25. If you are passionate about the theatre, this podcast is curated especially for you by young creators and storytellers from across the world. Uh huh. Join us here for audio plays, performances, interviews, conversations, and much, much more because this is where stories find their sound. Hi everyone, I am Devi Dang and welcome to the 6th episode of Theatre Thursdays. In this episode, I have Brooke Gentry in conversation with me on world theatre, performing spaces, the feeling of coming together and her theatre journey. Brooke is a young theatre maker based out of Vermont, USA. She is a member of Peter Gould's Shakespeare camp, Get Thee to the Funnery. So tune in to this insightful conversation. Today, I'm talking to the amazing, amazing theatre maker, um, Brooke Gentry. So, hi, um, how are you doing? How's everything going? I'm doing well. A um, little stressed out for the show today. Got a lot to do later, but uh, I'm really excited for these kids to, to get to showcase what they've been working on. Right. So, let's start off by you telling us about your theatre journey, how it all started, where are you now, everything. I guess my theater journey started when Peter Gould, the founder of the camp, uh, came to my middle school back in 2013, 2014, and we did Hamlet with my middle school. And he said, hey, Brooks, you should come to camp, came to camp that summer, and uh, then I worked, then I was a camper at Get Thee to the Funnery for five years um and then i this is my third year on staff um and during high school i was an active part of our advanced theater company um and when i got to college i jumped right into being a stage manager for our productions at uh, northern vermont university linden campus um and now I am working with Peter. Um, I plan on getting involved in the uh, NVU Johnson uh, theater program. So I'm just, I do a lot of this more stage manager techie roles now. That's amazing. Um, I actually read your response that you had sent and you talked a lot about the, um, your site specific work. So I just want to ask you that when we have a space like a proscenium where uh, the setting has sort of uh, is supposed to be sort of a suspension of disbelief let's like a park in a proscenium it would be sort of a set sort of an imagined thing whereas versus you actually like perform in a park so how does that uh, space being in the actual space versus being in a proscenium kind of space how does that differ in terms of um, audience and how it has an impact on the audience It's definitely a unique experience. So uh, for a lot of the audience members, they're um, at first just blown away by uh, the beauty of where we generally perform. Um, in uh, It's a formal garden in Craftsbury, Vermont. Um, and they're, they're, it's, from a director's standpoint, it can be kind of interesting because you have to focus a lot more on projection and articulation because there's nothing sound-wise to bounce off. Uh, so 
can it, it adds an extra layer of of distraction because you never know when a squirrel is going to jump into the middle of the action. Um, but for the audience, it, it really is a really unique experience. Uh, we are in Vermont, so we're a very outdoorsy part of the world. So people really enjoy getting to sit back in lawn chairs and, and watch some wonderful theater. So it's just a very, it's a very relaxing, you're not like stuck in a tiny seat in a sweat, hotty auditorium, you know, you're, you're relaxing with your family in a park. And it's just, it's very relaxing. It's very comforting. It's very familiar. Um, and yeah, it, it, the, it really brings together a whole community of people because you're, you're performing in a space that is very comfortable for everyone. And that's really fun. So this is about how the space sort of affects the receiver's end, which is the audience. But how does the change of space sort of affect the actor and the performer who's actually involved in sort of the creation and the performance bit? Well, it's definitely interesting um, to be rehearsing in a space that isn't where you're going to be performing. So from a director's standpoint, um, as well as really focusing on projection and diction, uh, you have to just kind of be like, all right, so when we get there, this is what's going to be there. You have to like, because yeah. the first time that the first year campers see the space is when they're performing. So it, it's definitely an added challenge uh, on that end. But again, it's really nice. It's really nice to perform on grass because we perform barefoot and just to feel the grass underneath you and you can be a lot more physical because if you fall, it's not gonna hurt nearly as much as it would on like, you know, linoleum. But, and it's really fun because it, it makes, it, it makes acting feel even more like play. And that's a big thing that we push um, in the funnery is that acting theater, it should, it's a play, but you should be playing. Um, and then when you're outside on the grass barefoot, you kind of like feel like you're a little kid again and you can like really just, it's, it's playful and it's uh, very natural. Right. That's actually really interesting. And um, another interesting that you think that you had written that I never thought about before, honestly, was how a theater space sort of builds a community and it, it, it's sort of a space for community building. So how does the like different spaces affect the community and how it's built sort of like what's the connection between the two and what are your experiences with that i definitely feel different vibes of uh, in performing different spaces so often with funnery we do a, a performance in sterling college uh and that's like an inside thing so it's, it's a lot more I guess strict because it's a much smaller space and uh, the chairs, it's like tight chairs in rows. Um, and it's also a space that not a lot of people are familiar with, so it tends to be a lot more, I don't know, high strung maybe. Um, whereas in the outdoor space, uh, it's just a lot more free and there's a lot more uh, room for the creativity. I do a lot of work in the theater at the Linden campus of my school, 
And that was an interesting experience because it's the theater that we do all of our orientation stuff at. It's a very familiar place for everyone. I mean, people just came in from classes. They're just wearing their sweats. So it's a very casual environment, which is really a, kind of a fun experience to perform for your peers uh, on that kind of level because it's just very casual. And when you have a, a space that is very comfortable to the audience, there's a lot more like give and take. And the audience feels a lot more comfortable like clapping and laughing and booing and kissing. Like in a good way, like when, you know, there's an evil person on stage, ooh, and that, I, I find that if you perform in a comfortable space for everyone involved, it's just a lot more give and take, and it's so much more energetic, and it's just a better experience all around. Yeah, and uh, like, we're so used to this audience engagement sort of a setting because of the physical space, but now with the pandemic, when we're literally locked up in our homes, um, I feel like theater is starting to go digital. All of this, like the theater sort of going online, our space is moving from the physical that we're used to, which is sort of the basis of theater, to going to a virtual space. So what do you think about theater in the virtual space and how it's working, especially because you have had an experience doing theater virtually? So what is your, like, thoughts about that? I'm surprised by how we were able to create such a tight community within those two weeks, even with the being physically very far away from each other. It's, it was definitely very weird the first week of camp. Um, it was hard for everyone, but I think as we got more comfortable with Zoom and we set up a Discord and we have like a Snapchat group chat, um, it's really something that the young people of today are really good at adapting to. And I've been so impressed by the campers this year. Doing theater online is very weird because a lot of the basis that you teach in theater does not apply like you know and you know like theater 101 it's like you know projectional shelf and diction and projection and that stuff all gets blown out the window and it's been really interesting to figure this out so it hasn't just been directors directing it's been working with the team working in the scene together to figure out how is this going to work? Because it's new to everyone, which has been a really um, great experience to be able to really collaborate um, with the actors. Yeah. Does yeah. it sort of the ensemble building? Like usually when you're in a physical space and you're with everyone, there's this sort of an ensemble spirit that comes after the end of two weeks, let's say. But was that the same thing that applied to the virtual space as well? I didn't think it would. I genuinely, call me a cynic, I did not think, but by the end of the first week, everyone knew each other by their first name, and we were chatting all the time, and there's a Discord, and there's a Snapchat group, and there's a Facebook group, um, and when we all kind of said goodbye to the camp on, on Friday, there were tears, because we were going to miss our friends, and 
I am so impressed by this group of, I, I call them young people and some of them are older than me, <laughs> but I'm so impressed by them and how they jumped into this weird thing and they were able to really make it their own and build that community and it, it exceeded my wildest expectations. Great. So speaking of virtual and digital and theater, what do you think the future of theater is going to be with the sort of social dist distancing becoming like the new normal and being like digital being the new normal? How is it going to affect theater in the future? I don't know, man. I hope that a vaccine comes out tomorrow and we can all go back to the way it was. But I, I also know that realistically the world is forever changed um i i hope that it makes us be more appreciative for the time that we do get to spend together and the time that we do like our camp every morning we hug and in the theater department that i'm involved in uh the twilight players at linden we're very huggy. We're always on top of each other. That's just a theater kid thing. And not having that is really hard. But I think we will appreciate it so much more when we actually get a chance to be together. Um, and we'll really be grateful for what the kind of communities that we can build. That's true. Thank you so much for giving us your time, especially to us before the show. I know how nerve-wracking it can be or even exciting. So thank you so much for joining us. It really means a lot. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for giving us some of your students uh, to work with. It has been an absolute delight to work with uh, Rashab and Gary and Ojasvi and Tisha and Mathil. They have brought so much to our little community, and it's been really wonderful. Wonderful talking to you. I hope to see you soon. <laughs> yeah, will do. Bye. Bye. We hope you found this conversation fruitful. If you did, then do give us a shout out by following our podcast. We'll be back with another interesting Theatre Thursday conversation on 19th August 2021. Until then, stay tuned with the Thespo Auditorium because this is where stories find their sound.